up, guys? My name is Leif Arneson, and you're listening to episode 64 of the Vegan Gym Podcast. My brother and I are vegan fitness coaches and bodybuilders who started this podcast as part of our mission to show the world that vegans are strong, healthy, compassionate badasses who are leading the charge against chronic disease, animal abuse, and climate change. We've had the opportunity to help thousands of vegans reach their fitness goals, but we're just getting started. Our goal is to help 1 million vegans get into the best shape of their lives. So if you believe in challenging the status quo and showing the world how badass veganism really is, then this podcast is for you. With that, I'd like to introduce my brother, my co-host for this podcast, Anders. What's going on, man? Yo, what is going on, guys? We have a very in-depth podcast today, so we'll get right to it. Uh, and it is all about bursting through fat loss plateaus. And this is something that, from me dying down to compet- uh, bodybuilding competitions and you when you have shredded before, Leif, it, nothing is more frustrating than waking up in the morning and seeing that same number on the scale. Yeah, And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Exactly. <laughs> so if you've been kind of frustrated with uh, hitting fat loss plateaus or you're struggling to kind of continue making progress, we're going to tell you how to kind of break through those plateaus in this episode. So first, let's talk about why does fat loss actually tend to slow in the first place? Well, the first reason this happens, if you've already been making progress kind of in the past, is due to shrinking body mass. As your body mass shrinks, you start burning fewer and fewer calories, and that can lead to fat loss plateaus because if you still, uh, you're still eating the same number of calories as you're dieting down and your body is shrinking, so your metabolism is shrinking, then you're burning fewer calories, and if you're eating the same amount of calories, then the math doesn't work out so well right. in your favor. So that's kind of the first reason. Uh, the second reason, which is what tends to kind of be the frustrating part when it comes to fat loss plateaus, is known as metabolic adaptation. So metabolic adaptation, which is also called adaptive thermogenesis, is the body's autoregulatory response to reduce activity of the sympathetic nervous system and hormonal changes. Now, according to research conducted in Switzerland, the effects of metabolic adaptation can be intensified by the extent and duration of a dieter's caloric deficit. So the resulting effect is that the total amount of calories that you burn every day will not remain static throughout your diet. So, for example, you may predict that your total daily energy expenditure, the total number of calories that you burn every single day, will decrease by 200 calories over the course of your diet. Uh, And that is due to uh, your changing body mass as you lose body fat. However, if you were to do careful metabolic measurements, uh, they may determine that your energy expenditure actually drops by 300 calories. Those extra 100 calories are due to metabolic adaptation. And the unfortunate resulting effect is that fat loss will almost always be slower than you expect it will be. The first study to quantify the effects of metabolic adaptation was the Minnesota Starvation Experiments. So in 1945, a guy named Dr. Ansel Keys and his colleagues took 32 men and put them on a semi-starvation diet for 24 weeks, with an average caloric deficit of 55%. 
The men began the study eating about 3,400 calories per day and eventually dropped down to 1,500 calories per day. They were also required to walk 22 miles, which is 35 kilometers per week. Now, this study would never fly in today's society or scientific community, but these guys were known as conscientious objectors in World War II. So they decided they didn't want to go off and fight in the war, uh, so instead they participated in this starvation study. Now, despite starting this study with lean physiques and healthy body fat percentages, all of the subject participants continued to lose weight throughout the study. And that really goes in the face of a common dieting myth that is known as starvation mode, which suggests that your metabolism can slow to a point where you no longer lose weight during the dieting process. That is simply not true, even if you're following a caloric deficit of 55%, just like these guys in the study were. Now, all the subjects uh, continued to lose weight throughout the duration of the study, with the average total body weight losses uh, amounting to 24.5% from the beginning of the experiments. So they lost about a quarter of their body weight. So for a 200-pound guy, this would equate to nearly 50 pounds of weight loss in 24 weeks. Now, the subject also reached the lower limits of body fat with an average body fat percentage of 5% at the end of the experiment. Now, this extreme weight loss caused the subjects to experience an average drop in resting metabolic rates of about 39%. So their metabolism dropped by about 39% or about 600 calories per day. Now, of this 39% drop, approximately 26%, or 400 calories per day, was due to a reduction in lean body mass alone. The other 13%, about 200 calories per day, can be attributed to metabolic adaptation. It's also worth noting that research suggests that men and women experience similar changes in metabolic adaptation. So even though this study that we just referenced was just uh, including male participants, uh, the same effects have been seen in women across numerous other studies. Now, most of the metabolic adaptation during a caloric deficit is believed to come from a decrease in non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which is abbreviated NEAT. Uh, and that is the amount of energy that's burned from all non-exercise activities, such as walking around your office, typing on a computer, and fidgeting at your desk. Now, the main reason that people tend to see their fat loss slow throughout the diet is because their levels of NEAT drop. In other words, they're simply moving less and burning less calories through non-exercise activity. So this drop in non-exercise activity is largely subconscious and it also varies considerably from one person to another. For example, a 2018 paper found that NEAT can vary by up to 2,000 calories per day between individuals of similar size. Now, such a substantial difference is astounding and has a monumental impact on your fat loss success. So let me say that again, just to make sure that you clearly understand it, because this is really, really important for understanding how to break through fat loss plateaus. So this 2018 paper written by researchers in Europe analyzed over 100 weight loss studies to find that the non-exercise activity of dieters with similar weight and height can differ by up to 2,000 calories per day. 
So let's say that you are a 160 pound woman and burn 500 calories each day by walking around your office, climbing the stairs, cooking dinner, and doing all of the other non-exercise activities that you perform every day. That means that there's also a 160 pound woman somewhere else in the world who might be burning as much as 2,500 calories each day from non-exercise activity because she's just far more active. Now that is hugely significant, especially when it comes to fat loss. And while that 2000 calorie number is likely higher than any normal person will experience, non-exercise activity has a monumental effect on your vegan fat loss success. So in a study conducted at the endocrine research unit at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota, men and women were fed 1000 calories per day in excess of their total daily energy expenditure for eight weeks. So they were fed 1000 calories more than they burned every single day. Now, given their caloric surplus, the subjects in the study all gained weight. But the interesting part of this study is how much their weight gain actually differed. None of the subjects were allowed to exercise whatsoever, yet the subjects gained varying amounts of weight ranging from 0.8 to 9.3 pounds, which is 0.4 to 4.2 kilograms. Now, through careful analysis, the researchers of the study concluded that significant weight gain differences were due to changes in NEAT, non-exercise activity. Now, incredibly, subjects were able to increase NEAT by up to 692 calories per day, which only left about 300 calories per day to be stored as body fat. Remember, they were fed 1,000 calories per day in excess of the number of calories that they burned every single day. But some of these subjects were able to burn off about 70% of those calories just by moving more, even though they weren't allowed to exercise. Now, this significant increase in NEAT, as the researchers noted, quote, could be accounted for by an increase in strolling equivalent activity by about 15 minutes per hour during waking hours, end quote. So in other words, you can burn an extra 700 calories per day by just getting up and strolling around for 15 minutes every hour that you are awake. And thus we arrive at perhaps the most practical strategy to break through fat loss plateaus, which is this consciously choose to increase your non-exercise activity. So anything that gets you moving a bit more than your normal routine is obviously going to help you to boost your non-exercise activity. But here are a few examples to give you some ideas. So if you go to work every day, uh, you can simply get up and go for a 15 minute stroll as often as possible. That's something that I try to do in my day to just kind of break up the um, kind of my my sitting routine at my desk as much as possible. Or if you can't get away from your desk, just use one of those little under desk bike pedals or uh, you could even use something like a standing treadmill desk or just a standing desk is going to allow you to burn more calories than sitting down all day. You could also do something like air squats or push-ups right at your desk. You could uh, park on the other side of the parking lot from the grocery store, which is something that I often do. You can also uh, decide to take the stairs instead of the elevator or escalator every single time that you're presented with that opportunity. 
So there are dozens and dozens of seemingly insignificant choices that you can make every single day to boost your non-exercise activity and dramatically boost your daily calorie burn. Now, beyond the adaptive metabolic component of fat loss, which is what we've been focusing on, there are two other primary reasons why dieters tend to hit fat loss plateaus. The first and often most substantial reason is the simple fact that dieters tend to be very inaccurate when estimating their caloric intake and energy expenditure. So, for example, in a 2006 study conducted at the University of Texas, researchers found that 65 healthy women who took a seven-day log of their calories underestimated their total caloric intake by 37%. This would be like saying that you consumed 1,800 calories when in fact you consumed about 2,850 calories. That's an enormous difference of over 1,000 calories. And obviously, if you eat 1,000 calories more than your daily calorie target, you are going to see zero fat loss results. In fact, you're probably going to gain body fat if you eat 1,000 calories more than you should be eating. So here's the truth. When people are struggling to shred fat, it's most often due to a lack of dietary compliance. They're either accidentally eating more than they think they are, or they're getting lax in their macro tracking and they're not tracking their macros and calories correctly. You simply cannot guess how much you are eating and still see rapid fat loss results. You need to weigh all of your food and track everything you eat. So you can't just grab a handful of almonds at work, even though that's quote unquote healthy, or drink a glass of wine at dinner without tracking those things. You also can't go out to eat at a restaurant without knowing the exact macros of the food you order. Just a few of these untracked cheat meals each week can completely erase all of your hard work that you spent the last seven days working on. So everything that you put in your mouth must be tracked or you can create a delicious meal plan with the right target macros that you can follow every day. Or the other option is that you can just hire a coach to make you a delicious meal plan with the right target macros like we do for our Vegan Superhero Academy coaching clients, uh, which you can check out at vegansuperheroacademy.com if you want that all to be done for you. So the third major reason that people tend to hit fat loss plateaus when dieting is due to water retention. Now, this isn't actually a fat loss plateau, but it looks like it's a fat loss plateau when you're looking at the scale. So if you are tracking your macros precisely and nailing your training program every day, but your body weight remains plateaued for days or weeks, then the culprit is most likely due to water retention. In this case, you are still losing body fat, but your progress is being masked by water weight. Now, there are a few reasons that water retention occurs, and stress is often the main contributor to water retention. Now, the science behind this phenomenon is complex. In simple terms, your body's water balance is controlled by a hormone called aldosterone. When aldosterone binds to receptors called mineral ocorticoid receptors, or MRs, they cause the body to retain sodium and water. The stress hormone cortisol can also bind to these MR receptors in a similar fashion and mimic the effects of aldosterone causing your body to retain water. 
Now, the combination of dieting, training, and mental stress can significantly raise cortisol levels in a dieter's body, which in turn can increase the amount of water that your body retains. As a dieter begins retaining more water and their weight correspondingly plateaus, they will generally respond by increasing their caloric deficit, training more, and stressing out mentally, all which exacerbate the problem. This is exactly what happened to a client of ours. She had tried dieting dozens of times in the years prior to working with us. She would eat just 800 to 1000 calories per day for a few weeks, see no change on the scale, and then get frustrated and give up. She reached out to us for help a few weeks into yet another frustrating diet. We recognize the problem and immediately create a customized nutrition plan for her that increased her daily calorie intake up to 1,850 calories per day. In her first week of the Vegan Superhero Academy, she dropped 5 pounds of weight. And this was more than she had ever lost previously while dieting and she was ecstatic about her progress. Now, while these five pounds were mostly water weight, the point is that she started to see progress, which eased her mental anguish and motivated her to continue pushing forward. This sudden rapid loss of weight is common for dieters. It is due to the sudden flushing of retained water out of the body. In simple terms, this happens when a dieter's stress levels fall due to rest or increased caloric intake. But assuming that you are doing everything right with your diet and training and tracking both of those things correctly, your weight loss might lag a bit at times, but it will eventually catch up to your actual progress. Now for women, another common cause of water retention is your menstrual cycle. A woman's weight can easily fluctuate by about 5 pounds, which is 2.3 kilograms, during her menstrual cycle due to water retention. Now, most women can achieve about 1 pound of true fat loss per week, which means that your menstrual cycle can make it appear as though your diet isn't working for a full month. So for this reason, a woman might consider comparing like weeks of her menstrual cycle, such as the first week of her follicular phase each month, to account for normal shifts in body weight due to hormones and water retention. So in conclusion, you don't have to worry about starvation mode or any other sort of metabolic damage. Yes, metabolic adaptation can certainly slow fat loss and even completely stop fat loss progress if your daily energy expenditure due to decreased activity drops to match your daily calorie intake. However, it is impossible to gain fat while in a caloric deficit, period. If you are gaining body fat, then you are simply not in a caloric deficit, and then you have an issue of not tracking properly or not having the right meal plan. So your best defense to break through fat loss plateaus is to maintain or increase your level of non-exercise activity. So that's going to be a wrap for this episode. I hope that you found a ton of value in this episode. Uh, we just wanted to make it straight science and super helpful, super actionable. Um, and since you listened all the way to the end of this episode, we have a very special opportunity for you. So we run a live 30-day vegan fat loss challenge called... 
the live 30 day vegan fat loss challenge. <laughs> I know it's super creative. What can I say? I really like things that are just uh, simple hey, we and keep, keep self-explanatory yeah. and to the point. Uh, so anyways, our goal with our vegan fat loss challenge is to help you kickstart healthy vegan fat loss or reignite your fat loss efforts if you've been struggling to kind of push through a plateau. Now, our upcoming challenge is going to be super awesome, and the community that we cultivate in our challenge is just super incredible. You're also going to have direct access to coaching from me, from Anders, and our head coach, Ashley. Now, this challenge is really the only place outside of our Vegan Superhero Academy where you can get this level of one-on-one support and guidance directly from us. If that sounds super freaking awesome to you, then you should head over to veganfatlosschallenge.com forward slash podcast right now to join the waitlist for the next challenge. There's a link in the show notes as well for this episode if that's easier for you than just typing all of that out in your browser. Now, if you join the waitlist from the podcast, you are going to get the absolute best deal offered anywhere online to join our challenge, which is over half off the regular price. This is not an opportunity that you want to miss. Now, the next challenge starts in mid-September, but this definitely is not going to be our last challenge that we offer. We launch these challenges a few times per year, so you can join the waitlist for the next one at veganfatlosschallenge.com forward slash podcast any time of the year. And be sure to share the waitlist with all of your vegan friends as well. The best part of these challenges is the awesome community that we create in our private challenge Facebook groups. And you can make it even more awesome by inviting all of your friends. So head over to veganfatlosschallenge.com forward slash podcast to join the waitlist for our next challenge and take advantage of our special deal that's offered only for our podcast listeners. Again, the link is also in the show notes if that's easier for you. So I hope that you found a ton of value in this episode. And until next time, keep challenging the freaking status quo. 